Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Tuesday, August 15th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. All right, we're going to jump in today with more from Joe Morton, or as you know him as Dr. Silas Stone in the DCEU. He was interviewed by comicbookmovie.com this time, and he talked about Justice League and Cyborg in particular. Uh, he, of course, talks about how Victor Stone is conflicted. Uh, not surprising. He's kind of gets blown to bits and he's not sure how to feel. You know, he's glad his life is saved, but he's also doesn't feel human more anymore, which I think that's pretty much the core of the cyborg character. Yeah. And that's what makes him such an interesting character. And I think is a really good, honest source of conflict that they can work with. Yeah, I agree. And and we've talked before, we're, we're interested to see how they portray him because Cyborg, the way he's known sort of in popular culture with the Teen Titans animated series and everything is more of a, from more lighthearted stuff, but his origin in particular is super dark. Yeah. Um. So I'm, I'm curious to see how that gets portrayed. And, and that father-son relationship is obviously important. Mm-hmm. He was also asked about the Cyborg solo film, and he said, as far as he knows, it's still happening. Uh, I believe I'm not entirely sure that it should start sometime around 2020, but it does note that it also depends on the success of other films, which isn't exactly shocking. Um, you know, they're constantly sort of adjusting and tweaking the schedule based on uh, things that are successful and things they need to get sequels to and all of that. Yeah. And that, like you said, that's not surprising news. I am interested to see. I really just am curious to see once Justice League comes out, of the characters who or just how everybody responds to the different characters because i think people are going to love aquaman and i think people are going to love flash and i hope people are going to really like cyborg he seems like he's going to be a really interesting character and i i have high hopes for him but i'd say of all the the justice league characters he's the one i'm i'm the most unsure about what the people's reception is going to be yeah i agree with you there i think hopefully you know we're all hoping aquaman's is success and based on the trailers the character seems to be popular and so that film is already going to be about wrapped up by that time and flash with flashpoint he's obviously going to be a key player in that i think cyborg will probably have a role in that mm-hmm. uh, he had an important role in the comics so i guess we'd see some cyborg there and i'm, I'm hoping we see more from I, I like ray fisher's enthusiasm i like what i've seen from him so far so i'm hoping to see more from that uh character in the future yeah definitely and Morton also noted that he signed a three-picture deal. So Batman v Superman for 12 seconds of screen time, roughly. Uh, probably got a nice paycheck for that. Justice League, obviously, and the Cyborg solo film. So those were the three films he signed on for. Pretty standard, but uh, glad. he Definitely, that's one of the most important side characters for Cyborg to have in a solo film is his father, obviously. Um, he's one you kind of have to have in that film, I would say, along with a few others. Yeah, I, I've really enjoyed these couple of Joe Morton interviews that we've seen over the past week or so. He just seems like a pretty honest, down-to-earth, <laughs> fun kind of guy. Yeah, I don't know if he's he's supposed to be saying some of the things he's <laughs> saying, but he's, uh, yeah, he's I, I like I really like him as an actor, and he's just kind of, you know, an old vet who just says whatever he's thinking. Yeah. Uh, moving on, some small news. DC won uh, a lot of awards at the Teen Choice Awards. I guess I shouldn't say that's small news. It's kind of, that's good. It's good for That's them. Earth, earth shattering. The teens right. are our future, Zach. Exactly. And they choose our future every day. And what they chose was uh, the choice action movie. Wonder Woman won that. 
Action movie actor Chris Pine won that for his film called Wonder Woman. The action movie actress Gal Gadot for the film Wonder Woman. Uh, for the action TV show The Flash won. Uh, Grant Gustin won for TV actor. And Melissa Benoist won for the TV actress. That's pretty cool. Uh, I'm glad. I don't know how, what this this doesn't really mean anything, but I'm glad that uh, a young among the younger generations that there's a lot of DC influence there. And I think Wonder Woman in particular hit, you know, is going to bring in new fans to the DCEU and little things like this kind of show that, you know, it's younger generation really get excited about these characters and want to see more from them. That's only good news for the, the films and the TV shows. Yeah. I don't have anything I can add to that. That was perfect. Okay. Well, don't even try then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just a little TV thing as well. The, the flash is, Season four in the opener in particular is going to take inspiration from the Rebirth comics. Uh, according to comicbook.com, an interview with Grant Gustin, uh, he said, it's almost like a fresh start for me as an actor this year. The first episode is called Reborn, and it's our take on Rebirth, and it gives me an opportunity to let go of all the weight that we built and have held on to. And there's even some lines that reflect that for Barry, that he's been able to cope and move on in a way that he was never able to in the past. So it gives me an opportunity to, to let go and have more of that kind of fun that we had initially in season one. Yeah, and this, like you said, this kind of fits in with everything we so far we've really heard is that they're going to try to go back to a more fun, maybe a bit lighter tone than what they what they took on. And especially the last season was pretty heavy and dark for a while. Um, so I'm I'm excited for that. And it I don't know if we had official confirmation or anything before, but that he was going to be in the first episode because obviously they're trying to make it seem like he's gone and he's not going to be around. But this. Yeah. It's, I think he's going to be in the first episode and all of the episodes after that, since yeah. the show is named after his character. Absolutely. And if, if you've read The Flash, um, interesting, they, they mentioned The Flash Rebirth comics, uh, the article, but it, to me it sounds like he's talking about uh, the actual Flash Rebirth by Jeff Johns from years ago. That's to mm -hmm. me what it sounds like he's talking about here. It's not really clear, but for me that sort of makes sense. If you've read that, it's sort of Barry looking at where he is in sort of reborn, obviously. And I think that would make sense with where he was left off at the end of season three, if that's where they're sort of taking it to start. And yeah, they've, they've talked before about how they want to make it more lighthearted. And, and that's a way to do that for Barry sort of moving on from the, the darkness in the past. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's all we have for today. Uh, just a note, Batman and Harley Quinn is out today. Uh, and we will have that review up sometime soon. Uh, but that's all we have for today. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.